Hello, beautiful people. My name is Zoe Massa, and you're listening to my interview with Roberto for Decisive Podcast Series, Episode 76 Reasoning about music and life. Positive vibes only, so tune in. Hello everyone, it's Thursday, January the 20th, 2022. Welcome back to another Decisive Series podcast, Munich exclusive. I am Roberto Q. Ingram, thanks for being here. I am so excited that you're listening and I hope you enjoy the program today. This month of January has been dedicated to Munich artists, DJs, musicians, and creatives, whom you may or may not know, but during the interview, you will get to understand a lot about these talented individuals. We discuss various topics about their mission, their expectations, their process, their struggles and successes, and much, much more. I hope that their stories will inspire you and other like-minded individuals and other like-minded creatives to be the best that they can be. Now today, I am super excited to have on the program, Zoe Massa, a very talented, hardworking mother, musician, singer, songwriter, and performer, and her speciality is reggae soul. I'm so happy to share her story, especially um, being that she's a woman and a woman of color that uh, tells us all about her journey. And this is uh, very interesting. Her major PR stories was voted eighth best reggae release of 2022 in February 2021. And a title cover story in Aire Magazine, California. And now in March, she will be playing live for the first time in the U.S. She had a great cover story in top ranking international reggae and music magazine with a big feature of Zoe's work. So as you can imagine, we have a lot more information to discuss and we'll hear it from the horse's mouth, so to speak, and let this young lady tell us exactly how it went down. But in the meantime and in between time, I want you to do me a favor. If you enjoy the podcast and you like what we're doing, please let me know and let the artist know what you think. Please go to our socials. You know the drill. Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Podomatic, of course, our home base and YouTube and let us know what you think. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you. With that said, let's get on with the podcast with my guest, Zoe Massa. Hello. 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 I don't yes. know why you say goodbye, I say hello. Hello, hello, hello. hello. You changed your shirt. <laughs> You're all funky and striped. Yes, I had to get some color. Got the, I, had yep. to, I had to get airy. Yes, always airy. First of all, I want to say hello, and I hope you're feeling airy this morning. I do feel airy, Roberto. Always airy from morning to night. I mean, I want to start off first by saying thank you so much for sharing with us you on my podcast. Um, I know my pleasure. Yeah, um, it's not that easy for so many some artists to just you know 
uh, let people in. You and I have known each other for quite a while, so I guess we have some kind of a connection. So, and you all can always know that uh, your best interest in, is at heart here on the Decisive Podcast Series, Episode 76. So once again, I want to re- warn everyone, we have some very interesting topics to discuss. Oh, yes, definitely. And uh, again, thank you so much for being here. It's my very pleasure. We've been talking about this quite a while, you know. Uh, people don't know, but we don't live so far from each other. And sometimes we just bump into each other on the street and we talk and always good to to, to talk with you and reason with you. And I think we both always catch the vibe. So it's my pleasure. You know, and it's, it's, uh, it's funny because I've been... <laughs> I was thinking about this ever since uh, for a while about when we met, how we met, and how long ago that was. Ages, like ages. Can you remember? Well, basically, I think it's like that. I mean, uh, I moved to Munich, um, and in in a very short while, um, entered kind of the the night scene, you know, going out and and, and partying. This night, I got to know some um, music people also, and I think he's just been one. You know, and because Munich is small and the community is small, um, and you've been sticking out like a shining star, you know, you're always active, active and doing stuff. So um, it was just like uh, impossible not to meet you. No. Okay, cool. Because I think I think those are really good times. I think I had when I had got. I think this this when I first came, the electronic music scene was really vibrant, and I guess I was lucky to yes land a job at the Alabama Halle. And so I was resident there. Um, luckily, that allowed me to get a visa to stay and work um, as a resident. And that was a change. That was a big change in because um, I didn't even know whether or not I wanted to DJ anymore. And I came here to visit and stay with my girl. And so love brought you here. It's always love, love. <laughs> yes, music and love. Well, and I always music said music and love, is I guess. love. You know, so it, it's like. Uh, yeah, that was back then. And then um, then I thought, you know, the one thing, we ran into each other, we discussed life and different things, but we don't get a chance to, like, dive into who Zoe really is. Uh, I was brainstorming on just what I thought was important for the listeners today, and I thought, yeah, okay, this is Munich exclusive, so let's dive into what the Munich artists have to offer to the world, so... You have a lot to offer, so we're going to get into that. But Zoe, my first question to you is, um, this is interesting. Who exactly is Zoe? Uh, that is a funny question for me. Of course, I am just myself. If you meet me on the street, you pretty much get the same as uh, the same person that you would meet after a concert, big or small. And uh, also the topics I'm writing about is very much what uh I would say to you if you meet me and and we just get to talk and who I am I say like well I'm a woman obviously I am a mother to wonderful boys I'm a wife I'm a friend Uh, I rate friendship very high so once someone is in my heart um, they 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 really have a friend you know Uh, I'm a daughter I'm a sister you know and most of all I am a musician and and a creative mind so if I'm writing music or if I'm cooking or baking cakes everything will come together and and you'll find my artistry and everything so yeah it's pretty much 
um what you what you get is what you see and what you see is what you get and the same what you hear is who i am there is not much of a secret it's just me you know zoe zoe means uh in and why uh, that's the tribe i was born into in liberia it means the woman that can do everything and in in, in greek and and it it means life and i think this pretty much also describes me i'm i'm pretty much trying out things all the time i don't want to limit myself on 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 just one thing you know i never asked this before but where were you born and raised i was born in liberia that is a small country in in west africa um in a place called bong mine this place does not even exist on the map mm. it's just super wow. small and uh Yeah, my father was uh, working there and my mother is Liberian and and so I was born there but I came to Germany in a very young age. So basically I was really raised here in Germany. Okay. Okay. And and could you give us a little bit of uh um up update on your childhood background and your upbringing? How does that shape you if you can remember good or bad? Is the the, the good part is that I I've been I've been lucky to be to be growing up in my auntie's family that um and that they've been very loving and caring and uh, I have an older brother that is basically is my cousin but for me is my brother because we've been growing up together um so and and I've been very alternative politically active people um so I think that is very fortunate for me the the other side is not so funny coming as a, a brown skin person to Germany first time in like a, a southern bavarian country it's been hard because i was just the only one so people would stare at me point fingers at me calling me all kind of names from animal wow. names to n words wow. you know from a small age so i pretty much had to uh well identify myself more with my african side because that was was mirrored to me you know oh, people okay. were looking at me like this foreign child you know mm-hmm. uh, not as a german kid but a foreign child because obviously i was not german so i learned this from the beginning so um yeah this pretty much shaped me it wasn't easy but uh it also made me strong you know i mm-hmm. am a survivor mm-hmm. and i always had this feeling like people staring at me so okay i'm going to give you something to stare then you know started wearing turbans at a young age and and, and stuff you know just just like this was there one incident where a cha- uh, a turn of events that kind of said you know what i'm here you guys going to accept me this is where it is was there did you have inspiration from your family members and friends around you to don't worry about it just keep on keep on keeping on uh no i think this wasn't just the spirit of the time you know um this was something i i just um had to develop myself okay and i i remember pretty much being in school and uh, um everybody was like laughing about my hair laughing about my you know everything and this and that and i just felt okay yeah right that's it is just me take it or leave it and i don't care you want to stare stare i even give you some more to stare you you want me to be like this and that no man i already am did did you have braids did you have afro what 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 i mean what oh, was I it i had an afro yeah. all my life oh, that was natural like, that's from, pretty from small to huge like see this. they don't know you they know, don't know. And uh, it was basically that my my adoptive mom had no idea how to braid the hair because okay, her right. hair is 
her hair is straight, right? You know, and we had nobody to go to and take care of these things. You know, I remember my dad was like combing all my hair for hours and he's crying and you know, and then teachers in school said, "Oh, can't you do something about your hair, uh, like wear it less, kind of artificial?" Oh, please. So and I said, "But come on, I, that was just my hair. You know, it was just there." But nobody can see anything behind you. Yes, okay. So the next time I would I would wrap it with a huge turban. You know, so it was even bigger. You know, I saw a picture of you with the natural <laughs> afro, and yes, I, I guess they was just jealous. I'm sorry, because <laughs> no, it was like, beautiful. You know, it, like an afro is something like uh, you consider it beautiful. I love my hair. It's like people always say, "Oh, but you probably want to have straight hair." I said, "No, I never wanted to have straight hair. I, 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 it was just my hair. You know, it was a struggle to uh, get on with. I even wrote a song about this. You know, about the hair thing. It's a hair story. It's called Afro Cat." You know, and I, I'm going on about I don't I, I never wanted to have like a synthetics in my hair and this and that and wigs. No, it was just me and and uh, I found this it was a quality and I learned to to uh, yeah well, to see myself and it's just four years that I'm wearing dreadlocks. So that is the the, the next state, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. of um, being natural. Was there an inspirational figure that kind of took you under their wings and said and kind of that you could follow as a, a role model role model exactly no not really i mean no? i've been uh okay. no not, okay. not not a person that i knew okay. you know i was picking um because my mom was from, a great role model for me my mom I think uh no basically it's it, it really is that today i would say that been uh many people that influence my life like my grandmother that she bought me a piano and uh, I'm still playing on this one piano that she bought me and she said, okay, she has musical talent, so let her be, you know, and she paid for my piano lessons. I'll be forever grateful for this. Um, but I just really had to to um, kind of pick myself pieces, you know, of, 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 of people I saw on the media, on, on, on the news, in books, composers. I studied learning piano. Um, to to find my way through, you know, and then yeah, well, there was a time I wanted to be like Whitney Houston, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, but, there's but, a role model. But, there's one. Yes, okay, there's but one. I was just, you know, she was Super. just so beautiful and amazing. So okay, I, I really good. tried. Good. It didn't work out, good. except the white tank top. This yeah. didn't really work out, but that was all. <laughs> I mean, that's that's that's, a, that's an that was important for me because uh, maybe there's a, uh, another young lady that. You know that, that has someone they look up to and inspire and this is this is i'm asking this because i'm a male you're a female and it's important for me to understand what drives you uh and what motivated you as a young person and we and I'm, we have so much more topics to cover and this is just kind of the beginning the break yes. kind of the breaking point of things you know so yeah um now we were both here because you're a musician, of course. We, we're going to get to the, 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 the punchline of that. But um, how did this all begin? Uh, did you learn piano? And who taught you? You studied? Well, my musical journey really started from a very young age. I um, got to play piano and learn piano since I'm three years old. So that is all my life. I Little could, bitty fingers. <laughs> yes, I could read and, 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 and play notes long time before I could read and, 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 and write normal letters. And it really became my, my soul language, my, the place I turned to when I had any emotional issues from 
from childhood on and I, I studied classical piano and later on I did, I, I mean I've been already uh, a young grown up, I studied um, jazz vocals and composing and it's always like it's been my life, you know, some people write diary, I've been playing music, I've been um, composing, but I also got a lot of input from uh, classical musicians that I studied because they, they their emotional journeys really influenced me and that they could find ways of turning all these feelings and thought, thoughts into something that made sense uh, to me and also obviously made sense to the world. So I, I felt very much uh, at home at the piano if this makes sense to you but it, it, it still does you know whenever anything happens to me i would just um i have a, a strong longing to be sitting at my piano and play it's like uh it's, it's home to me that's the only instrument uh you started writing you started seeing okay piano led you where it you learned how to write notes you and now you're singing you're and you're playing where did the singing how did that develop oh the the singing is that funny though because i am uh, a shy person people don't believe this but <laughs> yeah, i right. am i don't know? believe it I, okay, I, I am in a way that i could once i figure out something for myself i could say this in front of a thousand people but um i i, I really have to think about this and then this is a process i'm going through all by myself so singing was something it took me a long time to 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 really uh, stand up and sing and also people just said oh there is a girl with the huge afro she must sound like tina turner and i really don't sound like tina turner you know i have more of a softer voice and a totally different approach and so i was so shy the first time when we had band rehearsals i was like turning my back to the people and and, and sing like this and it took me a while. Now I'm, and, and not because of stage fear, because I'm so not, I'm a stage uh, um, animal, I would even say. I love being on stage. I'm not nervous or nothing. It's more this, um, I don't know, you, you can't hide behind nothing. When I have a piano, I can hide. A piano is a huge instrument, you know? But when you sing, is everything that is inside of you is, um, is naked out there for everybody you know and i can't hide this i'm a very emotional person so you would hear this in my voice what kind of pianist do you consider yourself to be and what do you inspire yourself to be we both know your music is reggae but i'm trying to get to how you got to reggae like what, how did you get there what's that journey what was that like uh, this i can tell you um i'm super clear because uh, when you study classical music, classical piano, it's a lot of notes and you play, 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 play. It's a lot, you know? And uh, when I um, kind of moved on to jazz, you know, and ventured out onto blues, I had to learn to let go of all those notes, all those things that I had on my head that need to be like this, need to be like this. I had to let go of. And then I started to listening about uh, a lot of reggae music from Bob Marley to Black Uhuru, you know, um, and I, I felt like, okay, I can reduce everything and come to my own basics. So I started to say, okay, I don't need all my skills that how my fingers can move. Let me just play a basic something, you know, just give me the, the, the ground notes for a bass line with my left hand and then just give me some rhythmic feel in the right. 
So this is how I totally transformed my playing into something different that is basically just the skeleton of songwriting. Of course, I am inspired very much by uh, great singer and piano players like Nina Simone or um, Aretha Franklin, you know, those have been, uh, or Roberta Flack, also like uh, amazing. I think um, the piano always been a very feminine um, instrument, you know, because you, you play the guitar or you play a piano if you're a songwriter, you know. And for me, it was just the piano. So I've been listening to how they would play and sing and how this could work when you're all alone and you don't have a band, you know. And this journey is a, a lifetime journey. Mm. I don't think it's going to stop for me because I'm far from being there where I want to ah, be. Because, okay. you know, now I'm okay. adding on more because if I play simple, it's on purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. And not because I can't, because I can't play. I can say this, I, I really can't play. And, um, and and now I feel like, okay, maybe I can uh, I can change back to playing more while I sing. But that is the process. I, I don't know where this is going to end. It's just something I, I, uh, I'm very excited about because it's, it's a lot of fun for me to practice this. You know? I read in the IELTS magazine, that your music is like an awakening, a vibrant blend of soul and re- and reggae roots, or roots reggae. Could you please, and would you please, um, describe from um, your perspective, what does that mean? Describing my music like this means that, yes, what you get to hear is reggae, you know? It's the skangs and you get the rhythms of the drums and everything. Also, some of the topics is very reggae. And uh, why is it also soul? Because I am a soulful person and I can't take Zoe out of my music. So I'm writing from a, a soulful, mindful point of view and transform this into the music. And uh, I, I, I really hope I can vibrate as high as I can and be contagious with this because I have a message inside my music. And as I, I, um, I want people to feel me, you know, as much as I want I want to feel the people, you know, it's like a sharing of, of something that is in there. So it's very soulful. And yeah, in the end, you know, I'm always mixing everything up okay. and down and uh-huh. shake it like, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. it, it, it's like this. When, when, what do you think he interpreted when he, when he said soul? What do you think he was feeling? Was he feeling this uh, Rita Franklin? Was he feeling this uh, uh, Whitney Houston? What do you think? What do you think? Soul music to me is something coming from a soul. So that is an authentic uh, vibe that you get from someone's soul. If you feel this, you feel me as as singing soul. And I can't fully divide soul from reggae because, you know, um, you must put all your soul and heart into something. So how can you say something ain't soul because it's soul music? Yeah, only because you sing this in that way. Nope, it's because you feel it. It's from, you know, it's from the heart. That's why I think he he, he felt to 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 describe my music like this. I would describe it myself like this too. Soul to me is very authentic, very loving, very emotional, and 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 very openly sharing what is really going on inside one's hard mind and soul. You have lots of songs out there. How many do you have? 
I don't even know how many. I I I I I can't tell you because it's like I can tell it's like three. It's like definitely three albums, and I think all of them have like thirteen songs that I've wrote on it. And then, but you have several singles, and then it's EPs and stuff. So I, I just can't really say like how many. Um, I can say that I love them all. They're all my babies. You know, some are more. And yeah, I don't think you can find like the real number of how many because.、Um, Yeah, like some collaborations you don't find out. You know, I was even searching myself because I, I had a great project in Italy, and there's some songs that I really like. I、okay. just have them myself. I, I couldn't find them, so I think, well, if you find it, great. Tell me, tell me the number. <laughs> Would be good. I've known know. you, and I'm shocked with how many that I even know now. I'm shocked with how many of them. Not shocked that you can't do it, but shocked that you had so much material out there. Um, getting back to my point, though, do you consider your music art form to be somewhat political? It's difficult to say because I consider people political. If all they do is really, my music definitely is always a very personal statement.、Okay. So yes,、okay. I might be political on some certain、uh, points, but that's always a very personal point of view that I am talking about. You know, so it's political, but I don't have a,、uh, the right to call me like a. I'm like a an artist that you know for protest songs mostly.、Okay. You know, I, I'm a political person, so also this is part of my art. All right, this is an interesting thought. I think if you could describe what makes you stand out, how would that? How would you define that? I mean, what what would be your description? Super difficult because usually it's like someone else telling me why I would stand out for them.、Um, if you, if I have to answer why I would stand out for someone, it's like I'm really not hiding. I'm not hiding anything that I am.、Uh, it's 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 just me. You know, I'm not hiding behind any、um, external something. I'm not hiding behind、um, a, an artificial voice I could fake. You know, or 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 just layers of makeup or, or or something. It's really it's myself, and because I am unique, as you are unique, as everybody else is unique, I do stand out because it's myself. Can you define that uniqueness about yourself, your personal uniqueness? And has anyone ever asked you about your magical attributes? Well, they they do say this. They say you just you put this you just put this Zoe something. On a song, and it's gonna be great. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna put the Zoe something on the song, and it's gonna be great. But that's for me, it's just myself, you know. I think、um, maybe because I'm really not thinking in boxes musically, and also like and, and personally,、um, you can hear this in my music because I just don't care. You give me this and that beat, or we're working on、um, on a song, I would just、um, write what I feel about it. I'm not afraid. afraid To use lines that are not obviously normally used in reggae or in soul or in whatever, you know, I just do how I please, and maybe that is、um, part of how I've been growing up. You know, once people, once you're standing out, anyway, you can do as you please because you, you you're not going to be right for everybody anyway. So I just follow my very own、um, way. And and you stand out because you're honest and because you're straightforward. You stand out because maybe、uh, your performance is 
uh, are uh, more compelling than uh, you know what I mean so stand out wasn't like you're trying to prove anything to anybody but what 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 have you worked your ass off to be the best at and it and you're getting the best results when you get on the stage you say it worked that's it you know the thing is this I think when I'm on stage if people will experience how much joy I have how much love I have for them and for me it's it's a very personal thing there might be 10,000 people I had this even even more you know on a huge festival but I'm feeling them and they do feel me it's a, it's it's like we're together like you and I are talking right now so um it's always a, a private party you know <laughs> so um I, I love my audience and I feel when they love me back and I I I, I think I'm good in having a special connection to my audience. You know, when I'm live, I'm I'm really there, and I, I share everything I have with them, even if it's awful sometimes. You know, I I, I was on stage and I said it's not my best day. You know, and I'm feeling insecure and I'm feeling like shaking somehow. I need your help. You know, even though I'm very honest and straightforward. You know, and and I I experience that this honesty. Um, is something that is coming back to you just like it's it's really love because we all have this you know? we, we do all experience that we cannot be at our best we're feeling awful we just feel ugly or fat or whatever you know and and if someone is telling you this you can say but that's okay I still love you I still see you I appreciate you and it helped me a lot you know in daily life but on stage also in the studio you know i think maybe that is something as um special about my my, my work on that's, stage that, that's awesome because um that's you you got to the point i'm glad i'm glad i kept digging because um i always i asked that about myself too what makes me stand out hey look you know i've been through some really difficult times in my life and i learned that um for me i stand i feel like i stand out best uh, showing other people uh, how good they have it and how to respect that. I'm, I'm more excited about what they've overcome than what they have yes. and how they and how yes. they actually did it. For me, it's more exciting to know the magic and of what you've had to go through to get to that to get to that point of perfection. Yes, I, I'm totally feeling you. And you you did ask me um, about idols. And when I became like first time, I I was like um, becoming more famous in a way, mm -hmm. you know, and and people started to uh, you know see me on the streets and talking to me, and I thought, okay, who is the typical Zoe fan? And it's always I mean a lot of I have a, a huge female audience from all ages, you know, and I figured what they really liked about me is that I I I am not perfect and I don't claim to be perfect not in, in in visuals and not always you know with everything you know and i felt it's 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 such a relief when you see someone and you love the music and and, and you really dig the vibe and those people don't give you um the challenge of you have to be like super in shape extra beautiful always perfectly makeup and you know all done and did and and i just been there you know 
and uh, many girls came to me that well, I, I love to be like you because you just you know you give me an option mm, you know nice. you give me an option to all the other role models that just um, amazingly picture perfect and 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 so far from the everyday life that I could have or or um, the next girl or woman mm -hmm. could have mm -hmm. you know when I think about an amazing brilliant artist like Beyonce she always looks amazing she she delivers like vocal uh, performances they're like you know like point. on top of the world like on point you know and every picture I get to see she also oh, perfect you know so how do I feel? I'm not perfect. When I wake up, I'm like normal, like everybody else. And I'm wearing ugly pajamas and, you know, and I sometimes eat too much or sometimes I have like five kilos too much, you know? So I, I'm thankful for having also other people to get to see other people. And this is what, what came back to me from, from a lot of female audience. They, they like this. I am like, I'm every woman, okay. you know, I'm like we are all woman. one. Let's get to the studio a little bit. Let's get back to the songwriting tips here. Um, when you're writing songs, where do you actually begin? What is your creative process? Where do I start to write a song? Experiences, uh, moments. Experiences, moments, and also, you know, um, I feel sometimes like I'm so mm. open. And that's something I'm really cultivating in my in my daily life. I I'm I'm open. I have all my antennas open to receive the vibe vibrations also in the world. And um, I think a lot. I overthink a lot. And this also brings me to conclusions. You know. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I'm writing down lyrics, the, the process of writing being right. long because I've been thinking about this for for quite uh -huh. a while. Mm -hmm. You know. And and. Uh, yeah, and of course, I had like personal experiences in life, you know, and I'm, I'm all upset. Like I wrote a song called uh, Let the Fire Burn. This was like, I think it's two years or three years ago that I wrote it. Um, and it was it was caused by some more um, um, racist um, attacks that I've been ah. reading about and also experienced myself. But in the family, I was upset. And the whole thing is like, it shook me up and down. And then and then the, the, this this terrible occasion with uh, George Floyd happened on the news everywhere and I was like deeply moved and I was so angry and I was so sad and and then I in the same time I had to write the song so everything you know transformed into this song in the music and I said let the fire burn until the last one standing learn you know so there are a lot of things that can uh, make me write the song but it can be also that it's just um yeah just a lovely day you know that i feel like writing or it's um well it's also dreams you know maybe the uh the dream of an of an ideal love story you know that i can just imagine it does not necessarily have to be mine it's just something i can imagine i i am a creative mind i can visualize everything and, and put it into into music so okay maybe i should have made that a little, maybe i should have broke that down a little bit more simpler because your songs like for instance we could say um how what was your thought process on writing the lyrics for Immigrant. Immigrant is a song that I wrote for a friend of mine. Uh, it's a guy from Gambia, and he told me about his um, journey coming from Africa, from Gambia, 
to Germany and how he and his friends and, and, and brothers got treated here. And I was so shocked and I remember very clearly when he told me that they, they all got treated like criminals from the beginning, you know, like police come and stop them like and, 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 and speak to them hard and loud and rude. And I thought nobody wants to be this, you know, nobody wants to be an mm. immigrant. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to be this, and I'm already feeling like an immigrant if I'm moving from Bavaria and you're moving up mm-hmm. to Berlin. You know, you could be like an immigrant too because you don't have no more, you know, of your of your uh, uh, environment, your family, your friends. You have to start mm-hmm. on you. So, and and nobody wants to feel like being a stranger, uh, a, a refugee. Nobody is leaving because it's so funny. You don't leave any place because it's been perfect for you there. You leave. Because you have a mm-hmm. cause, and I would just not understand how we can all be so judgmental on people, you know, and being so hostile and and just unfriendly, and also impolite, you know, that that I could say if I would have for any cause need to move to Canada or wherever, you know, um, I would be the same. So I would be thankful if someone would um, treat me with respect and and um, being polite. You don't have to welcome everybody with love and open your home and door. No, man, I, I totally understand why you you know you want to you want to take it slow, but be polite. That's the minimum of respect we owe a next human being. So, immigrant, the song is my very personal point of view, saying I don't understand how people can be so heartless. Okay. I mean that's that's uh, kind of how, what I was getting at because um, the I, I'm still has this ha, still have this professional image of you on the piano and how you are adding your voice to the piano and how that process developed and these songs are obviously uh, experiences in your life that that um, drive you and that are very important topics and I don't know if those are political or not. Some of them were, some of them aren't, but uh, it's almost human. Uh, something that we all probably experience and just kind of ignore. Yes. Um, which is a great thing. Thank you for answering that. I know you're writing the lyrics and the piano. Who else are you working with? Oh, I've been so lucky in my life. I got to work with amazing people. Um, yeah. Alba Rosie is probably one of the uh, best known in the in the reggae scene. It's an uh, Italian guy or a Sicilian guy living in Jamaica and I met him like so half a lifetime ago, you know, when we both been kind of starting out and I got to work with him for uh, many songs and became close friends and, and during this process working in Jamaica, I got to work with people like Dean Fraser, an incredible horn player uh, and, and uh, um, doing arrangements, even with Family Man Barrett be Bob Marley's bass player. Uh, I got to work with the people like President Brown, like Jack Reddick, this gentleman, you know, like many on the way. Uh, right now I am working with a very, very talented and outstanding musician from Portugal. His name is Louis Melody, is a multi-instrumentalist. And what I love about working with him, he gives me a lot of freedom to create and um, very much believing in my point of view so i get to produce more and get to try out more and uh, yes also my, my band right now is all in portugal and yes it all is i um, i've been very blessed 
and I am forever grateful for all those experiences. You know, it's so they also inspire you to push forward. They also give you the energy absolutely, to, absolutely, to thrive. Absolutely, they motivate yes, you. Yes, it's okay, um, perfect. I I couldn't do everything uh, alone. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I I love the whole process. You know, when once I have a song on the piano and I play. I hear in my mind, I'm hearing the horns, I'm hearing uh, bass lines, I'm hearing guitars, but I don't know how to play bass. I could play a bass on a, on a piano, you know, to make my bassy understand what I want, but he is the one laying down his magic, you know, I can give him the uh, direction. Other things I play myself because I just learned, you know, it's, you can, you can, I could play like a, you know, a, a, an emulated uh, a trombone solo on the piano. But still, someone who's playing this for real would do million times better than me. I do play drums though, and you know, <laughs> I have to say this, I do. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great thing. This group effort and the motivation that you know that g- brings out that mat that extra magic that's needed for yes. for your sound. Now, it still isn't easy for artists, musicians, or entertainers, and surely for female reggae artists, Zoe. <laughs> I ask this, why reggae, why is reggae so important to you? Reggae music changed my heartbeat completely and it changed um, how I feel about I myself you getting emotional. being a musician. <laughs> yes, very much. Because, you know, when, when I got asked this question and many people ask me why reggae is, when I first time came to Jamaica, I think I was like, 20 or 21 years old. Mm, I never knew nothing about Jamaica before, just about just music, yes, of course, but never been there. And I never thought about going there because it was just far, you know? And I came there because my doctor said, oh, you got the blues, it was winter time again. And uh, I was very sick and he said, this woman need like real sun. So I was lucky and uh, the boyfriend I had back in the days took me to Jamaica because he was working with some Jamaican musicians. I was there, it was the first time in my life I could blend in, you know. I was not outstanding from my complexion of my skin, not of my hair, of nothing. I would just be there and then there was the smell, then there was the heat and then there was this music and reggae life and heard in Jamaica felt completely different than it felt listening to the same thing here, you know. It, it just connected and, and, and blended into me naturally. And uh, I got to talk with some musicians there and they said, Zoe, you have to use your voice, like chanting, because this is what you do. And a chant is an ancient African way of singing, you know? And I said, yes, he was totally right. It opened my eyes and it fit, you know? and. Music does a lot to me. All kind of music gives me different feelings, but but reggae gives me this. It's supernatural to my own heartbeat. So it became reggae to me. Hmm. I wish I could uh, experience that uh, moment for you. Sounds exciting. It was. It wasn't exciting in a way like, wow, you know. It was the culture. um, You know the lifestyle. It was very like it was like it was really piercing to my heart and so it really just 
got me like it, it got me also the freedom that it carries within and the deepness that you have this very melancholic and 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 deep part of reggae like many people say reggae music that is just happy and uplifting to me it's so serious all the the mystical part and it, it's so spiritual, spiritual you know so uh, it, it's very spiritual and 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 where it just very much like uh, i feel wonderful you know now this is a little bit off topic but it's important uh, uh to the interview and for the listeners i think um we are all faced with challenges new experiences struggles and frustrations right um now <laughs> you are a mother doing music for a living and is surely not easy at all um what are some of the the most challenging moments and how do you find the strength to you know not give up to keep on uh, you know <laughs> to keep on your goals and aspirations and dreams how do you find where do you find this motivation <laughs> well, uh, I think they're different kind of artists, you know, I'm an artist that I, I need to make music, it keeps me alive, it keeps me sane, it's something I just have to do, if it's if it's uh, pleasant or unpleasant in the experience of me creating, I, I have to do this, so I, I have to find ways, I, once you have children, especially I think for women, but for men, just the same, it just takes more discipline, like a lot okay. of more discipline because I'm carving out the time to practice. I am sacrificing myself on, on, on sleeping less to practice, to do things that I'd request, you know, that I requested to, to get those things going. Also, it's not easy to leave the kids alone when I'm going away for a concert or going for a production time. You know, it's easier now that they've been growing up more. It was very hard when they've been small. Also, you get absorbed by motherhood. Because to create music, I also need space for myself. Once I am, um, I, I, my, 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 my son's been babies. There is no space for yourself when you have a baby, you know. Or up to two years, they just like on you, all over you, and they they just take all of your time and and your strength. That is, it, it's not easy at all, you know, not at all. But the wonderful thing is that the um, the children also. Uh, like when I play, they love when I sing. So I could not maybe practice what I used to practice, but then I would practice my vocals singing lullabies, you know? So, and, and they also learned by, okay, this is time that mommy is doing this and that. So they would play around and of course disturb a lot, you know? Um, but but they, they understood pretty well that this is part of me and, and a crucial part mm -hmm. of me. Wow, and so that's so the word would be discipline. The word is discipline. It's it's discipline to practice. It's discipline to not give up. It's discipline to to organize yourself. Also, a discipline to say, okay, I have three hours for myself. You know, before the kids come back home from school or kindergarten and whatever. So. Um, if I have three hours, one hour I'll be resting, one hour I'll be um, practicing piano and one hour I'll be singing, you know, and not sleep all those three hours, but also focus and, and, and be disciplined on understanding and overstanding what I really need to um, stay alive as an artist and stay, you know, awake as an artist. If I really need sleep, I, I'm going to sleep, 
you know because also you will hear this in the voice but just don't lose focus just like keep going straight you know oh, that's, that's wonderful and i think in in any occupation that you do that you decide that's your goal uh there's ups and downs that you have to overcome um to achieve to achieve that goal whether you like them or not <laughs> and understand you know that the, the um the time you have you know when w women with kids they they mostly having gonna have a more uh, a time maybe in the mornings because um kids wake up early so if, if you wake up more early you could do something for for your art before and you're doing breakfast and, and send them to kindergarten school or whatever and and then um, even if you have a next job beside music you could you, you you have to schedule your time you know and I think it also helps because family life gives you a lot of, uh, of a schedule and discipline and discipline because um, kids need to eat no matter you're sick no matter you wanted to keep on writing <laughs> the song no matter you still want to be in the studio no man mommy we're hungry okay so mommy you need to 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 fix food you know it can't be also i had to learn i have to i had to change this you know i had to change my uh, my routine of writing because my day wasn't and my nights wasn't just like they used to be you know so i had to adjust and uh, it wasn't always funny i'm telling you this and i know it's not funny for all my sisters out there i know it ain't funny at all it takes a lot but if you really want something you're gonna go and get it i mean that's my point of view but if you really want something i believe you go and get it or don't complain that you i think that's the real part of about it if you're not doing that you're missing something if you're not doing that then you you're cutting yourself short and that's just simple that's just basic um, and you have to you have to make sure that's part of your routine and schedule so that's understood but I, I want to tell you one one uh, one thing happened to me um, before I got back on stage that is a couple of years ago now um, I was invited to a festival in Berlin with two friends of mine famous guys in singing performing you know headliners and we haven't seen each other for quite a while and both of them married and having kids and they're like oh zoe where have you been all the time we've been missing you around you know we haven't seen you on the on the scene on stages because usually you kind of meet over the years on festivals and stuff backstage and i said well i've been there where your wife with your kids is right now at home you know taking care of my babies you know and now that they've grown up enough to let me go a little bit more or i feel well of of, of leaving them you know for 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 um amount of time i can go back but if you have someone that is just taking care because mommy is going to stay home and you are just the father and, and, and going on and perform forever you don't change nothing of your schedule you know but mommy goes somebody has to stay home and take care of the kids i mean my older son been on on stage with me on tour with me because when he was born i still had contracts so we had to finish um uh, um concerts you know the band would play and then we we even had a, a break where they just been playing ducks only instrument i would go backstage breastfeeding my son wow. during the concert and going back on stage and then everybody would party and 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 you know and and go out after the Respect. show me in a hotel room with the baby and the baby like you know that that's a you know that's the sacrifices of a mother and artist you do once you don't have five nights discipline 
just wanted to say this and 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 respect maximum respect to all the the the, the, the women out there that still um uh, you know that still rocking you know you are the best i i i love you for this you're amazing and and, and keep going you know be you strong. hear that ladies you hear what she just said that's that is what a perfect example of dedication is you cannot give up and you have you have to work your ass off to get what you want now i keep thinking about what it must feel like when you walk on the stage when you at that moment that you walk on the stage what are your first things what's the first things that come to mind um can you please name and name some of the band members that uh helped you along the way you actually you did that already but what do you what is your band what does that feel like when your band let's say this is one of your biggest opportunities i know you're going to america soon right yes i'm going to play in california it's so amazing yes okay let's say that let's say that that is the stage (laughs) all right like the first thing anyways for me as a as a singer as the lead singer in, in in my band i know i am not alone you know my boys got my back it's just like this with every band i had um they had my back so I could be, you know, gliding and and just being there because they have my back. It's my foundation is the rock I'm standing on. I would be uh, not half as good if they would just leave me alone, you know. So it's it's a feeling of trust, a huge feeling of trust first to my musicians, you know. And right now I'm playing, my drummer is Louis Melody, my guitar player, Nuno Mello, my bass player, Pedro da Silva, my um, my pianist is called Charlie Skag. I want to say a shout out and uh, love and respect, you know, love and respect, you know, uh, to, to, to help me be there. And, um, and then it's like mostly the band starts, you know, and I'm backstage and I'm holding my microphone and I feel my heartbeat going like steady and slow because I focus. And then I, I hear, okay, now it's my turn to come up. So I'm excited to be there. And the moment I'm there, I know I have to be the 100% to make the people feel me the very first moment I am there. You know, you can't just wake up on stage 10 minutes after. You have to be there. You have to turn on your life. Like out there, and then it's probably one of the best feelings I have. You know, being on stage is amazing. The challenge is amazing because you, I, I, I want to win the people over. I want them to feel me. I want them to react. I want them to, to, to share a vibe with me. You know, I want it to be an us more than I want it to be a myself performing experience i want the people to go home with the feeling they really had a good time you know and they are giving me a good time and i'm i'm there to give them a good time so it's a it's my work to 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 give my very best and also see the the audience it's their job to also give me something back you know because Ah, it's not only me there to entertain and 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 do something and you like they're like No, I had this. Trust me. After after the second song, people were standing like this. We've been playing so well, and I had enough. I left the stage. I was like going backstage. My battle. What is she doing? I was coming back, and I said, "You know what? Listen up. 
we've been doing so well and you just stand there and no reaction you hardly applaud so i'm going back out there and i'm gonna start over again and when we end with the first song i need you to show me some love otherwise it's just i just feel unseen and i don't know what you are doing here you know so and we, we, i was upset people were like okay but i was just I, i just felt it's unfair you know so i was i, I did what i said i went back the band like oh my god she lost it but they started over i was coming back over and then the people did and after they told me yes but you know we like more reserves here and this and then i said and, and thank you for making us loosen you know up a little bit. like really yeah, also be there and loosen up you know but sometimes you you feel like you want to shake everybody and you know like lady like a wake up slap well like i i can see i can see that as part of come on you guys engage let's do this together you yes yeah like like you know let's let's let, let's do this yeah, together yeah. you know um okay we're gonna close up here shortly because we only have a limited more time but um <laughs> in the last eight years or more um um i have experienced much more inclusiveness in the creative and entertainment realm mm. now that's a good thing i think and that there's more diversity to keep things fresh and to have uh different cultures involved in the creative process do you think we need more inclusiveness um for women of color and of course women in general um are we getting better um, um are there any examples that we could um uh, focus on that could that would help us get there I do think we absolutely need more um we we you know we always need more we need, always need more inclusiveness why because it can't be that um women feel unsafe you know that women um get paid less women are underrated and this and that but that is not all i think we just really need this as a community of human beings to to show love and respect and and include everybody you know we, we need this to survive our whole species i i really do believe so we can't just exclude uh, uh one or treat one uh, uh bad I, i i think we we do need this and i think um as difficult it might look from the outside and sometimes i i could be um angry about how slow the process is i do see that we are developing somehow in the right direction and just hope and and uh, invite everybody to uh, really think about ourselves and how we all how i can be more inclusive you know with certain um things from from sexual orientations to 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 um standing up against racism standing up against you know uh, um injustice and this and that i think we all have to start with ourselves and really try to 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 stand up for this and like this we we can definitely change mm, mm, i hope i hope we uh diminish the gap between rich and poor this would be a great help to what we're talking about yes definitely like more sharing and more um more equality of of all things you know and i know some people like specialize on 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 female right we we just really i think we we just can um we just can also lose focus on this you know we we have to keep on 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 fighting for this always um what matters is that we're 
on this subject that is so important to our creative progress and I think for me it's just been a challenge to and it's heartbreaking to see that our women our children people of color different diverse races are being challenged from this is like history repeating itself and it seems like that we getting better but we're not learning fast enough from uh, no understanding that you know together we stand divided we fall and um, that division of no matter what you are into no matter where you your point of view is from you know yeah. doesn't make you better or less worse than you know and if you're not part of the solution then maybe you're just part of the problem I think we have to all really and I mean it also for myself I want to be part of a change, you know, an active, an active part of a change. And I think that is the crucial word, to be active, you know, not just passively say, oh, I am anti-racist, I don't care what sex you are, whatever, you know, you just be active, speak your mind, speak up, stand up, you know, show, uh, show the world what you are about. When you see something ain't right, just don't be silent stand up speak up how many times this, this happened to me someone calling me um the n-words you know nobody ever said a word man but when 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 you witness something like this my stand up you don't have to uh, put yourself in dangerous situations but you could be shouting from afar or you could be calling the police or you could make some noise that make someone you know the same like uh, uh, women get you know molested somewhere out there and you know, nobody's helping. People are just stare. Come on, like let's you know be more uh, have more courage inside of us. Like stand up, speak up as artists. We have to speak our minds. Also, you know, you see, I'm getting super emotional about this because it's like a, a topic that I, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about a lot. And for my children, for myself, for everybody, for 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 you as well, because you are a, a black man, and I know that a lot of prejudgment about black males. In general but I don't want to have this the same way you know uh, I think us as black people need to be a little bit more like you said um, proactive be and being yes. better so we can't and pointing the finger at others is not the solution we need to for uh, me my goal is from person to person do what I can and I think I'm doing what I think that I'm best at I'm spreading awareness yes but like you said, action is better than words. Um, I saw this video that I posted. It's called The Spiritual Service with Kanye West and all of these voices together mm. saying the same thing and how the foundation just rocked. And I was like, you know, this is the kind of inclusiveness or this kind of um, positive not that difficult it's not that difficult that's what i'm saying it's not so difficult it's very simple it's it's no way uh, pointing fingers at someone that is a foreigner you know only because it's a foreigner i'm pointing fingers and say oh but this person must be like this and that no man why you know it's very simple it's it's a basic you don't even have to be political to overstand it ain't right to to you know to discriminate a person for 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 a certain reason discriminating the next one for having any uh you know uh, uh, problems that like on, on body parts maybe have no leg or whatever you know 
it's, it's very simple. It's, you just have to really listen to your heart. You know, honestly listen to your heart. If you would like yourself, your mother, your father, your children to be treated like this. And if you think, oh yes, I would agree. If we would be in a situation, people treat us like this would be all right. You know, and if you don't feel so, you better watch out yourself and don't behave like this. Be friendly, be open-minded. Think twice. Maybe you don't understand something. I don't understand a lot of things. I could ask, friendly ask. You know, sometimes I find it difficult to say, um, you know, how would the person be addressed to as he, as she, as it, as a name, as whatever. I could ask, you know, if this is my problem, I could ask how this would be the right way. And I can learn. And then the, 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 the most important um, part is the respect. Because if someone was telling me, teaching me, I could not say, oh, but I don't think it's like this happens to me many times that I say, I don't like you to call me whatever, this and that, brony or, or something. You know, I, say, I just don't like it, please don't. Oh, but I don't think it's a problem when, when I say so because I just think it's like this and that, but I've already told you I don't want to. I, I don't want this. So it's respect we have to learn. You know, respect and love and, and, and stand up for respect. Great. Um, we could go all day with that subject, but, <laughs> oh, but yes, um, we, could. we have to uh, end it uh, shortly. But um, if you would share some inspiring words, inspiring thoughts or encourage other young creative artists or even your female counterparts, what would you tell them? First of all, I would say if this is your dream and this is what your heart wants you to do, follow it follow your dream and don't get caught up in 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 medias and external things work on your skill work on your discipline connect with people worldwide this is the beauty of today we can connect with people from all corners of the world so if you feel you're all alone you are not alone you can reach out and you will find someone maybe not in the same uh, town that you're living in somewhere else in the world but you will find you are not alone so um, keep going and sharing be as authentic as you can be because there's always only one you and this you at your best is what is worth sharing with the world so I encourage everybody to be themselves don't give up and follow your dreams and, and never forget that music is love you know music is love so do it with love share love with it and 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 feel loved back from music itself wonderful now this in closing what do you hope people get from your music i'm gonna go with this particular song okay the song confession right um mm -hmm. what was your inspiration and influence lessons learned when you wrote the text for the, this wrote this one text it says i believe in love in your song confession and how important was that body of work to you and your career the song confession is probably one of the most personal songs i ever wrote because it really is my confession every line i wrote there is what i would tell you that i believe and i believe in love at the first sight meaning not oops i'm falling in love but meaning love can be found everywhere you know and i, I believe in walking on the sunny side the second uh line and just saying 
the sunny side stands for me where I I have a choice, right? I have a choice to be just complaining and 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 going down, or I could choose to to be on the uplifting side or just claim it for myself and I try to be to push the clothes away, like push all the you know obstacles away. All those things, believing and teaching the children and right. I believe right here is the promised land. I'm saying this because. It's not somewhere. It's not gonna come. It's already here, and it's what we make of it. And in this point, I have to say what I make of it because it's. I, I'm always speaking in the me perspective. I'm saying I do. I believe I do this. And I say Jano. Jano for me is my word that I use for how I call God or how you ever want to call it. For me, I call spiritual. spiritual. For me, it's called Jano. And I say Jano is like meaning yes, God knows. You know, yes. like some higher power will know and see, also witness what we're doing. I also say a rebel soul will always burn. Meaning, I am a person that forever, if something feeling not right for me, will stand up for this. I will always burn for this. I can always burn for causes. You know, and also saying I believe in friendship till the curtain falls.、Mm. You know, saying I do believe in friendship and deep long. Lifetime friendship that can carry you and、uh, support you and and help you to get by, you know, day by day、wow. for the rest of your life. I, I believe in all those things. So confession is、uh, is crucial. Also, I've been, you know, in the, in the composition is、um, you hear me playing the piano on my piano at home, classical piano playing Chopin, and I transform. From my roots, playing classical music, into what I became, reggae, and then we put this weird mix on it that is very modern and 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 different, you know. And nobody would believe that it worked. My producer in the studio said, "Oh yeah, Zoe, now you are crazy." I said, "No man, it's gonna work." And when we got it back from the mix, it did work. I will never forget. We're sitting there listening like all night and again and again and again and again. I felt like so satisfied, you know, like yes, it did work. If you didn't go for it, you would have never known. If you would have gave、yes. up, you would you would have、yes. never, ever. Exactly. That's why I、like, keep on trying, try out things. Maybe, maybe it's gonna work out. Maybe it's gonna be, you know, failing with all. But it's worth the try. It's learning. Yeah. Then you, you find、know? something else. But Zoe. With that said, thank you so much for、um, sharing your life and experiences with us, and I really hope that young, inspiring,、um, and even just inspire other creative people to、uh, doing these trying times. So the last two years has just been tough.、Um, we can't get out. We can't communicate like we want. Um, and this is, seems to be the norm now, and this I think this is a, still a valuable thing because it makes a more even tighter connection between you and I and others when we talk personal, and we have a and we have a conversation that's open in dialogue and not pointing fingers and just kind of sharing our lives and hope in hopes that it enlightens someone else's life. So. With that said, thank you so much, and I,、uh, I mean, I hope that your trip to California is wonderful. Oh, thank you so much! I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you that you got the experience, and thanks again for being here. I thank you so much. This is the Decisive Munich exclusive with Zoe Massa. Thank you for having me.
flowers when you struggle Don't forget His grace will never fade He'll be with you every hour Let